Welcome to Double R Podcast, man. I'm your host, Rod, and I'm here with... Rico. And we back with another video, man. I yes, got sir. this special guest to my left. Yes, sir. Future Grammy. Yeah, oh, future biggest artist in the world. You feel me? I about don't want to feel me. You know, he he trying to stay humble and shit like that. But you know, I got uh, one of my guys, man, to to the left of me right here, man. Yes, sir. Um, they call him Big Foe. Big Foreign, man. Big Foreign. You feel me? Cause he you ain't know, never in the boom, country. Man. You feel me? <laughs> that man never in the country. Sure, yeah, boy, what bro, was you just me. at, bro? Like, I was talking to you last week, and I was just like, yo. Let's let's uh we were trying to go to like an event or you were shooting a music video. You're like, yeah, when I get back, da da da. da. I was like, get back from what, nigga? Where you be going, <laughs> bro? So I was supposed to be going to Mexico. You feel yeah, me? We were supposed yeah, to be yeah. going to Mexico on okay. some vibe and shit with my dog. Cancun. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it just ain't end up working out like that. Some technical difficulties. But all I right. I went to Colombia. I go to Colombia a lot for like some business plays, get business cards, and you know if I need T-shirts and stuff like okay. that. Okay. I go pick okay. that shit up out there. So I got a bunch of cards and for bunch my of- mixtapes. I had a pass out. Okay. Yeah, man. Leave them here with us. You know, Demra will get them out I here. I give y'all some for sure, man. Yeah, for sure. Pass them out. I got a little QR code on them. You know what I'm saying? All they got to do is scan with the camera. Uh huh. Pull up all my shit. Instagram, YouTube. Oh, that's that little Apple dot music. shit. You ever yeah. heard about that? Yeah. Nah, it's like the dot, but yeah. it's literally just a personal code. Okay. You know I mean? Them dots are expensive, bitch. Imagine I'm paying twenty dollars a twenty dollars a card. <laughs> oh yeah, I ain't know about that. Uh, ah, yeah, no, for sure, man. Before <laughs> you before plugged in. Before we really get into it, man, let's take this shot, man. Let, let, let's get this yeah, shit popping for real, man. Oh, this is a double R traditionism. We yeah. making it one. Okay, all right, man. You know, toast, man. Yes, toast sir. to the most high, you feel yes, me? Sir. I don't even fuck with white liquor, bro. Hey, it's a new day for everything. Oh, shit. But um, first question out here, man, for you. Uh-oh, here they come with the questions. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, know. Sir. Don't be Don't be hitting me with no have you ever. <laughs> Never have I ever this <laughs> shit. Uh-huh. Don't be hit me with no. Yes, sir. You already know. But um, before we get into your your rap career, man, let's get a little bit personal, man. What, what was your first dream, bro? My first dream. Yeah, like your first dream. When like, I was younger. Yeah. I was probably like ten. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a, a chef. Okay. I wanted to be a chef. I wanted to cook. You know what I'm saying? Cordon like, Blue, Bill. <laughs> chef boy are he man stop playing you, i wanted you, to be a chef dog okay you was in the kitchen with your mom a lot she had me in the kitchen a lot because she was just on some like i don't know bro i ain't yeah. gonna lie my mom got good intuition when it come to like her like being able to understand that i was probably gonna end up like being on my own like you know single and independent you know yeah and yeah. just have everything on my own which that's what i was able to accomplish so she just be having me in the kitchen like oh you don't never need a woman if you know how to cook you mm. know what I'm saying? so she's preparing you yeah, now nah, it's just like, bro, you put a recipe in front of me, you know what I'm saying? You tell me what you want me to make, bitch, I'm going to make that, bitch. Hell okay, yeah. okay. That's real. So, you know, being with your mom, were you only with your mom, or it was you, your mom, your pops, nah. sisters, brothers? Yeah, it was my mom and my sister. It was just okay. me, us, us three. And she, I had my stepdad, too, for like a period of time, but you know how that shit be going. People yeah. fall out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just happens like that. So, yeah, it was just really mainly me and my mom and my sister. Did uh your stepdad play any type of role as a like father figure for a little bit for you, or was your mom was just playing both roles? Um, uh, I, I can't really say that he played really a, a father figure role. You know, he was a good dude. Like you know, what I'm saying if I really needed something, yeah, he'll go out his way and just be like, you know, I do my best of my ability to get it for you. But other yeah. than that, I can't really say I ever had like a real father figure role in my life. You know what I'm saying? I kind of like grew up. You know, I kind of learned everything by myself. You know, yeah, if I wasn't uh-huh. in the streets, it was just like common knowledge. You know, yeah. As, as your brain develops, you develop yeah. common knowledge. So it's just like you learn right from wrong. Okay. 
Um, do you feel like, you know, not having like a, a present black father in the, in the household affected you any type of way? Bro, that should play a big role. It play a big role. It play a big role. I feel like as a, as a young, as a youth, especially like as a black youth, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. the odds already stacked against us. You feel me? Like we are already targets. We got targets on our back from when we fresh up out the womb. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like it's little black kids getting killed out here. Yeah. About nothing, you know what I'm saying? So nah, I feel you. It's just like if you don't got the right guidance, or if you ain't got that 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 voice on your shoulder that's leading you in the right direction, that's giving you the discipline, that's trying to teach you, like, okay, like, look, this is how you do things like this. As a man, you you not. It's hard to understand without a father, like, what it means to take on the role of being a man of the house. You know, you yeah. just automatically given that role. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? It's not something that you develop over time and. You know your dad get fucked up on drugs, and you know what I'm saying you and you, but you learned so much from him. It's just like yeah. okay, I could take that role up. You know, it's just like out the Gatorade. Okay, you take it. You yeah, you gotta yeah. take you gotta take it to the chin and handle up. You know what I'm saying? So I had to become the man of the house. You you were the oldest, right? Early. Yeah, I'm the oldest. Okay, I'm the oldest. So that's good, man. That's good. You uh, think you think with with um with you not growing up without a dad, you think if you had grown up with one, you think you would turn out differently? You would take. Like different routes, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, mainly because it's like, honestly, like with a father in my life, you know what I'm saying. My mom, I feel like my mom would have been so, like, not to you know add her to the statistic, but you know what I'm saying, like angry black woman. You know yeah. what I'm saying because life just ain't easy for her. Yeah, you feel me? And she's trying to figure out everything on her own, and she's not ready for kids because she had them so young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. You know, she falls into that statistic mainly because there was no man to secure that, you know, yeah. spot for her where it was just like everything gonna be all right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I got you. Mm-hmm. You the left hand, I'm the right hand. So with that being said, it's just like, yeah, it would have played different. But honestly, when it's all said and done, bro, I ain't gonna lie, I'm glad shit played out the way it did, cause I wouldn't have met who I met, I wouldn't have became who I became, Facts. I wouldn't have experienced everything I experienced. You know That's what I'm saying? True. Like the streets became my father at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And, me being out just so young and just doing everything so young, you know what I'm saying? Like dealing with the police and everything. Yeah. You know, and being put in situations where it's just like God blessed me in a like in a way where you know I ain't get killed by no police, you know what I'm saying? It was just yeah. more detainment, but you feel me? Like just being out here so young because I ain't had no dad and no guidance, it, it made me man up early yeah. in life. You feel me? Like I'm past that shit now. Yeah, because yeah. I I can't imagine you probably ran through a lot of struggles, you know. Uh, when you was a kid growing up without a father, you know, like you you said, you know, like the police, like uh, you got anything you you want to speak on that, you know, like um, running into the law and then figuring out what was right for wrong, you know, not I won't say your mom may tell you, but she probably told you, but still you still had to go through that to experience it to kind of learn, like you know, this is the struggle as being a uh, a black man in the world with no father. Um, my experience with the police, I could say. For the most part, like, I'm not going to sit here and bash the police, you know, and be like, oh, you know, the police don't care about us and this, that, and the third. I'm not going to sit here and, and blow that whole narrative in the wind. But it's more like, you know, if I'm walking down the street, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. You know, I'm with a friend and he's a Caucasian friend, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we just chilling with the woo and the police pull us over. Nine times out of ten, he's going to interrogate me. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know no, what I'm for saying? Sure. Yeah. And, it, I don't like playing a race card or anything like that, but it's just like a lot of times, man, they look at our pigmentation and just automatically assume like, yeah. you know, we could be up to no good. You yeah. And that was what I, I can't say that's, I always went through that with police, but it was just like a lot of times 
I was I was probably doing something I ain't had no business doing. <laughs> so you feel I me? Mean? That's right. When yeah. they did fuck with me, it was more like I was already in a position where it's just like, yeah, you yeah. know what you're doing, yeah. my nigga. Yeah. yeah. Feel me? Yeah. But Do you have any experiences uh with police brutality? Not police brutality. Um well I'm gonna ask you that too. But you ever have a, a crazy experience with police that you came out of it and you was like laughing or something like that? Like it was a crazy but funny experience. I can't say the shit was funny. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking, I was running from him one time, and uh, you know, cracker running behind me and shit. And I'm swift. I'm time. I'm young. He yeah. a little older. High school. Man. Yeah. High school. I'm about fifteen. You <laughs> know, so I got that you. stamina. <laughs> I got that stamina, so I'm hitting it. Jumping yeah. gates with ease, man. I'm hitting it down the street. You feel me? And bro, say he say he it's to the point he can't catch me, so he stop or I'll shoot. I'm just like, oh, you yeah. Yeah. As soon as he say that, fan. I stop. Hands up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hands up. <laughs> and I turn after that. Bro, what? Yeah. yeah. I turn around. That boy, he tried to swing on me. He throw a wild little swing. I'm yeah. like, bro, I'm a little boy. You're not finna whack me exactly. like that. Yeah. So I yeah. duck, mm-hmm. hit it right under him. He put so much power into that bitch, he left with that bitch. But <laughs> behind, you know what I'm saying? He he way back there. Yeah, he put so much power into that shit. It's like, hey, yo. <laughs> not gonna catch me after swinging at me like that. So and, uh, I'm hitting it on him. Doom, doom, doom. Tall ass bushes to my right. I'm hitting. I'm thinking I'm home free. I'm about to go duck off. These crackers yeah. ain't gonna find me. Mm-hmm. Bro, next thing you know, fat cracker come out behind the bushes. Boom. Grab me. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Slap me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cracker Double that. Team Joe bro, what? Damn. Cracker that I shifted from. The man ended up, you feel me? Uh, he ended up putting his uh, neck, his uh, knee on my back. You feel me? And he just like put pressure on my head. He's like, why'd you run from me? Why'd you run from me? And I felt like that was like one of my craziest experiences with police. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude yeah. came out the car, he pushed the crack, he said, You don't do that to a little boy. Da, da, da. Yeah, like yeah. it really got it got rowdy as fuck. That's good. You know what I'm saying? And it was one of those situations where it was just like, damn, like if I was older, I would have definitely felt like, damn, this is it for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I was legit at the time, yeah. so I ain't think police would yeah, ever no, do no, me. Yeah. That's good. A good apple showed up to like mm-hmm. check that, man, because like it, it go on. You gotta judge some of these police based on the character, man. Cause you got a bunch of bad characters, but then you have the good apples. But it's not as many. Like you can push that negative negative narrative, like you said. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's a couple of good ones. But this, as th- soon as you see the bad apple, it overtakes. Negative always overtake positive. one positive. This not how I sure. feel. This is how I feel about it. I was watching this uh, stand up with Chris Rock, right? And he was saying, like, I think I told you this story before. Yeah. He was saying, like, um, yeah, there is some bad police and there is some good police. But being a police officer is something where there shouldn't be any bad police. It's like if you're on an airplane, right? This is mm-hmm. what Chris Rock said. Mm-hmm. If you're on an airplane, you don't want to get a fucking pilot that's like, oh, shit, I don't know how to land. Yeah. Then everybody going to die. You yeah, feel me? Bro. You can't have no bad pilots. There's some... Uh, jobs out there where you can't be bad at your job. You have nah, to be good. Sure. You mm-hmm. feel me? Or that could be somebody's life. You don't yeah, want no damn real. bad surgeon on you. Exactly. They're real. Exactly. They're real. But but you know to challenge that a little bit. At the end of the day, it's like it, it it's a deep root of us being human in our backgrounds and how we per- perceive things and how the black man has been uh, persuaded on TV. So it's like it's so deep. It's so hard to like unwind that you know what i'm saying so a lot of them who come into the police force already have a narrative of how they think we are because you can see me or you or mark and they probably would have put us in this one stereotype box but we all speak a little different and they don't they don't judge us based on our character they judge us based on our appearances so it's it's very you know like hard to have a bunch of good apples 
in that job because I feel like a lot of them come from so much different backgrounds and most of the time it's the same background that they were painted this narrative on the black man and it's far from it you know what I'm saying but you know you get some cases where it's not only I feel like it's not only cops that discriminate yeah it's not only black people right yeah it's not only black people discriminate against black people hell yeah right Nigga, we are our own worst enemy, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I know, I know there's black people out there. Sometimes they go to a store or something and they see a whole bunch of black kids walking and they're like, "Oh shit, baby kids." Yeah. <laughs> let me let me lock my doors. Yeah. You feel me? Click click. Because I've been in a situation where I've seen that on both sides, and I'm like, it's white people that you feel me. I'm in a neighborhood that I don't trust. Remember that one time we went to Georgia? Yeah. And we we're like, this shit don't look safe. Nah, but it's time to like get the fuck. Exactly. You feel me? It, it goes both ways. Yeah. But it's it's hard to not judge a book by its cover when nah, you it see is. the news and how they cast how they portray like it that. portray it yeah yeah they say they say that media is is one of the most like corrupt forms of information because you know they don't have to expose the truth they can expose you know what the they bad, feel like they what they feel like is gonna grab the attention yeah. of the, you know what I'm saying yeah. the attention of the consumer yeah yeah so. but um back on focusing on you man for real man let's get back on a <laughs> <our> regular <laughs> <laughs> program um. Another question I have for you was, um, you know, uh, how has, you know, your upbringing affect your mental? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, like, mental, your your mental plays a big game in how you grow up and how a lot of things happen to you as a kid. And you're like, damn, I didn't think that was going to affect me that way. Mm-hmm. So how has that played a role into, uh, you know, you being in the game, in, in the rap game? First off, I want to start by saying, like, I started doing music like at ten, like you know, okay. what I'm saying like I started doing music young, and this was I'm talking about like freestyling. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was at the time, you know, what I'm saying I'm staying in the hood, I'm staying over there on uh, in uh, Hollywood, yeah, Daniel. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. I'm staying in Liberia at the time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. You feel me? My cousin stay right across the street from me in the Greens, and you know what I'm saying like I go stay at his house because my mama be in school. Mm-hmm. So it was just like I ain't when I'm in school, it's like. The school I went to, it was just, it was a dog eat dog world. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking about, we in third grade. Everybody, we, you got to know how to fight. That's yeah. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You got to know how to fight. You got to know how to stand your ground. It ain't no crying. It ain't none of that. Like you can't be no try sucker. You, you feel me? Yeah. Like we school in the middle of the hood. Like you can't. Ain't no fucking off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody to save. Mama ain't gonna save you. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was just like you know, it was just I was dealing with a lot of people that when I was a jit at the time I didn't realize it was like these people are like inspirational in a sense. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So we be at the lunch table and we just hitting on the table. You feel me? Rapping. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like we just at the table rapping. I didn't realize how much of an impact it had on my ambition to want to do music. Okay. Until I got to middle school and I'm just like, I see, I don't have that same environment of we sitting at the lunch table and we beating on the table and we just, you know, freestyling the, you know what I'm saying? Or we reciting that Lil Wayne. Like I remember yeah, back right, then, yeah. Lil Wayne, a Millie. Yeah. That was like my shit. You Everybody know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit. Or we be steady mobbing, got ten bathrooms, I could shit all day, nigga. You feel me? Like, bro, we used to recite that shit at the table, and we just be so inspired, and we just hitting on the table, and we trying to make our own rhymes. And you know, I realized it had an impact on me when I got to middle school, and you know, like now at the position that I'm in, like Mm -hmm. I reflect on all of that, I reflect on everything I've been through, yeah, and you know, all the experiences that I had, and all the people I done came across, and I realized like all of it has contributed to my ability. To be able to express myself through poetry, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, through my form of poetry, which is yeah. the music, and um, it's just like everything you go through, you know what I'm saying, a good experience or bad experience is an experience. Yeah. yeah. 
You feel yeah. me? However Very you true. however you decide to um how can I say relieve that experience is up to you. Yeah. You feel me? You could maybe some people like to go to therapy. Some people like to talk to their girl about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people like to talk to their mama about it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just like when I was coming up, it was just like as a kid, you know, especially in a Haitian household, it's like there's no room for emotions. Yeah. Fine, you know what I'm huh? saying? There's no room to really have no feelings. You know what I'm saying? You can't feel away and go talk to your mama about it because yeah. at the end of the day, they look at you like you a kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you, you're, you're not allowed to feel dare like you. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't know what it means yeah. to feel like that. You don't know yeah. what sadness is. You don't know what hurt is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You do, though. You, feel you do. Me? You yeah. do it all the time. Yeah, exactly. You, I feel mm-hmm. what really plays a big role into that is not seeing the man in the household or for you, like the woman them showing expressing to you that that emotion's okay to let out yeah so you kind of like even if you wanted to bring it up to your mom or dad mm. you kind of like tucked it away because they never showed you that side of them exactly like yeah. a perfect example of that is right when i remember one time like i caught my mama crying uh-huh. you know what i'm saying she was crying it was late night she was just crying 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 mm-hmm. crying you feel me and it's just like any kid when they mama crying, what they do, you know what I'm saying? You they cry go, with them. They go, yeah, you, you cry with them or you go there and you hold them, give them a yeah, hug. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me, my mama was so tough on me, you mm-hmm. feel me? I didn't know how to comfort her, you mm. feel me? And that was like, that was, you know, you don't realize shit like that till you an adult, bro. Like, damn, yeah. I did not know how to comfort my mama yeah. when she was crying. That's crazy. Yeah. Why did I not know how to comfort her? It was because I didn't know what it meant at the time. Yeah. My mom never gave me that ability and that nurture to kind of understand, like, Okay, like, you it's know, when okay. somebody crying, you hold them. You give yeah. them a hug. You, make, you let them feel like everything's going to be okay yeah. through the malice. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, it plays a big role, bro, like being able to express yourself as a young. And these kids are smart, bro. As, us as kids, bro, we, 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 we see things and they think we don't understand, but, but we, we understand, do. bro. Yeah. You feel me? To an extent. Yeah. You know, I feel like uh, that also has a role in playing with, like, not having a dad there. Yeah. Right? Because if you don't have a dad there showing affection to your mom or to whoever – how are you supposed to know how to show affection? Mm. You feel me? Yeah. Like, uh, certain things can go wrong. Like, the, the situation you were just explaining with your mom, you've never seen, probably at that age, another man show affection to a, a, a woman. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, yeah. how are you then supposed to, you know, it, yeah. handle that or show affection? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because so. even if you do, if you do at the age that you are now, it feels awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like It feels a little uneasy type Yeah, shit. you're like, ah. Am I supposed to be doing this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro. Just just toughen up, bro. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. But no, that's like that's not it's the not way. Healthy, bro. You should Very be true. you should be comfortable <clears throat> with showing that type of emotion. But since you haven't done it when you were at that young age, now that you do it, it don't feel right. Bro. Yeah. It feels like you're out of your character. That's real shit. So look, perfect example, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure y'all boys done been through this, right? Okay, yeah. boom. Let's say you was in a relationship, maybe prior to the one you probably may be in now or not, whatever, you know, that's personal business, right? Yeah. But, you was in a relationship and you know your girl is expressing her feelings to you right mm-hmm. and in a sense you just like really nonchalant towards their feelings but it's like only because you 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 don't you ain't never had nobody really come to you and just divulge how they feel yeah like yeah. you know what i'm saying just really express their emotions to you because at the end of the day when you growing up both of y'all you know what i'm saying we zoes you feel yeah. me so yeah. it's just like growing up all we know is how to be tough yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying grit through grind you feel me you scrape your knee on the motherfucking floor you get back get up, up and you pass that shit and keep it moving yeah mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. so when i was in a relationship bro like that was how it was for me and i didn't understand that until i grew up like i said sometimes you got to spend time alone to be able to grow oh, up yeah, and so. understand yeah. like okay like this wasn't the right way to do it you feel me and it's okay to feel and it's okay to 
You feel me? Allow yourself to be vulnerable to somebody who's vulnerable to you and that and the third. Yeah. But we don't know that shit. You feel me? Yeah. We don't we know see nothing. it as a sign of weakness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's you know not. It's not. It's not a strength for us. It's yeah. a weakness. Yeah. Vulnerability supposed to be a strength. You got to be real fucking yeah. strong to be vulnerable to somebody. It's bro. so hard to get a female to understand that. Right. Like, yeah. You could tell them. You could tell them though. I'm trying, but they're like, you're not trying hard enough. But yeah, you feel me? I ain't never do nothing like this yeah, before. Yeah, you, you don't want, understand. Man. You feel me? 17, 18 years of just being tough and strong as exactly. fuck. Exactly. I'm not going to I'm not going to unlearn months. that shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah bro, you're not, exactly. bro. You're really not. So, uh, nah, you not. Um, so, you said at 10 is when you started rapping and, you know, beatboxing on the table and stuff like that is what got you into, into, into the really, music. Into the music? Yeah. But what got you to get that push into stepping into bec- wanting to become a rapper was that after you transitioned from middle school to high school or from high school to now in college i mean when i was in high school i was doing music mm-hmm. but like i'm gonna say like even when i was in middle school like like I, i'm saying like my freshman year raw sophomore year right remember yeah. we used to when we used to vibe we used to smoke and we just and be freestyling we yeah. used to freestyle all the fucking all time, the time bro big ass circle of niggas just freestyling yeah. okay you know what I'm saying? But it was like none of us was taking this shit serious because it was just everybody was on different shit. Some niggas was focused on bitches. Some, excuse my French. Some niggas nah, were focused good. on females. You feel me? Some niggas were focused on getting that money. Some niggas Dude, we was, just, was snapping though. Yeah, yeah we, we was snap. We was some young snapping yeah, niggas, we bro. Snapping. We was some young yeah. snapping niggas, like for real, bro. We used to really go hard, like yeah, fucking freestyle raps, rap battles, all that. Type legendary of shit. shit. Legendary shit. Legendary shit. That you. to this day, I probably go back and be like, damn, that was a legendary moment. Right. Yeah. You feel me? Those moments matter, bro. They impact you when big you were time, that age. Yeah. yeah, big time. But when I started taking it serious, I was probably like a junior. Okay. That was my first time going to the studio. I was a junior. Mm-hmm. And then I like, I didn't know what an engineer was. I didn't know what it meant to have my music mixed. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like just hearing myself on the mic. I'm just like, oh, shit, boy. Like, I'm here, time. bitch. Yeah. I'm making it. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me, yeah. bitch? I done got my little $30 for the studio. I'm making it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like... um like you saying you didn't know what an engineer is, you didn't know what, you know, the mics and the booth and all that. Do you feel like there's a way that someone at your position, mm. um, there's a way that society or the community should be able to teach a youngin' like that? Like, is there a way that we can give them that exposure of mm. like, yo, this is this is what happens when you go in the booth. If you want to become a rapper, listen, you, you, you're going to need an engineer. You're going to need to know you're going to be in the mic. You know, do you feel like there's a way that we can k- kind of give back to the youth and be like, yo, this is what you need to know. This is the knowledge that they didn't, you don't learn right away. You got to go out and get it. Shit. I mean, it's a good question, bro. Like, as far as us, you know what I'm saying? As far as, like, people that had to learn it on our own, mm-hmm. you know, it's up to us whether we decide to get that game down to the youth. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Up, yeah. You feel me? Because sometimes niggas see you. You know what I'm saying? And they just, you know, you can meet a, a manager. You can meet somebody who's been in the game and who done experienced shit and done been through shit and went mm-hmm. through the worst times. And they just like, I don't want that for this youngin'. So I'm going to get this young in the game. But it's just like, bro, honestly, it's like, if you don't learn where you go wrong, you're never going to get it right. Yeah. True. You feel me? I done had to go through a couple of studios before. Bro, plenty of studios. I went to plenty of studios where they mixed my shit horribly. Mm. You, know, you feel me? Yeah. And I didn't know it was horrible until I upgraded to the studio where it was just like, damn, this shit sound way better. Yeah. Damn, this shit sound way better. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like you got to go through those experiences and understand and learn so that way when you finally get your sound and you get, I don't want to say comfortable because I feel like an artist should never be comfortable with their sound. The sound. You should yeah. always okay. be trying to improve. Or you do feel me? Different. Always be trying to expand. But 
you have to go through those things, young or old. You have to go through those okay. things. You feel me? If you don't, if you just take the easy route, you never gonna really find your sound. And it's like you may blow. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You might have that one hit. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. blow. But at the end of the day, it's just gonna be like, bro, what you gonna come with after that? Yeah, because you, know yeah. I mean? you never, <clears throat> you feel me? You That's never true. went through those tribulations. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this question because I was talking to you a couple of days ago, um, and I remember back in high school, I want to say closer to senior year, mm. you went through a phase where you just didn't want to rap anymore, right? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I do. So what, what was the reason for that phase, and how did you get out of that? Mm. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, at the time I had to be getting some money. Because yeah. that's the only time niggas just be like, I don't want to rap. Yeah. That's when they be so focused on getting money. Okay. Um, Your senior year, which was my junior year, yeah. I, we'll say the beginning, right? Yeah. Like the beginning. Yeah. Of, okay, so the beginning of your senior year. At the time, from what I remember, I ain't gonna lie, in a big way, I was just wilding, you know, as, in the sense of like, I'm not gonna say I ain't have my head on my shoulders. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, knew, I knew what I was doing. For me, I knew what I was getting into at the time. Mind you, I'm on probation. You know, I'm on juvenile probation, and yeah. this, that, and the third. I'm trying to figure out what shit with my PO, but I just can't stop my adrenaline rush. Like, yeah. you yeah. feel me? Like, you know, I'm back to back in cars that I'm not supposed to be in. You that feel me? I'm back fun. to back. You, it, it was just more like, you feel me? At the time, I'm, I'm catching a city bus. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. got no ride. I don't got no homeboys with no car. You feel me? I'm catching a city bus. So, bitch, how the fuck else I'm gonna get around? And be able to maneuver and be able to make my money how I'm trying to make my money. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I was so caught up in the life I was living in. It was just like, you know, a big part of me felt like, even as a jet, I was just like down, like, because I had got locked up. Uh, I could got sent to detention on some like stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? On some like, oh, your fingerprints, this, that, and the third, we're going to throw you in. Yeah. You feel me? Go sit down, whatever. And I was like, damn, bro, I can't be incriminating myself. So I felt like music was contributing to that. I'm like, damn, if I make, if I write about this shit or I rap about this shit, I'm incriminating yeah. myself. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck that rap shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not finna put myself in a position where I'm gonna get locked up because when you a jit, you're not thinking too far into the future. I'm just like, no, bitch, I'm gonna not. do this forever. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, be yeah. snapping forever. I'm gonna be trapping <clears throat> forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this me. So then that's when that's why I was feeling like that at the time. I'm just like, bro, nah, bro. Like I'm I'm going crazy. I'm making me a little money. You know what I'm saying? I'm rocking yeah. polo. I'm rocking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could buy the shoes I want to buy. I don't yeah. give a fuck about that. Well, rap niggas shit. rocking. Niggas rocking. Was rocking that Nautica beer. <laughs> bro, right? niggas hey. rocking them big face polos. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Timberlands, okay. True yeah, Religion, okay. uh, 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 Shell Tops, Shell Top Adidas, sure. and shit type yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, you know, niggas I'm rocking everything. The Shell Tops is cool though. I just ain't never had none of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, bro, like, and shit. I just, like, I ain't gonna lie, bro, like, I don't mean to sound like every other nigga, but, bro, when you really deep in the streets, bro, you really don't see much else. Yeah, no, yeah. you don't. You feel me? Especially when you seeing an outcome, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And the outcome is income. It's just like, you don't see much else. It's just yeah. like, when you don't, that's what I'm focused on. When you don't get that exposure, somebody don't expose you in anything you do in life, when you don't get that exposure where you get tapped into someone who's in that elite. Um, part of the world or anything like that, you think what you see is reality. Mm-hmm. So until you get exposed outside of your little reality into somebody else's, then you you can finally see this more out there for That's you. That's why I was traveling. I was traveling. When I was traveling, like, back to back to back, it was mm-hmm. more like an a eye-opening experience teaching me, like, okay, the world is bigger than Broward County. Yeah. The world bigger than Florida. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. When I was in Texas, I ain't gonna lie, bro, that was the most 
eye-opening experience for me. Bro. Yeah. Like, being in Texas was a dead-ass eye-opening experience. It showed me that, bro, the world is way bigger than the world we living in. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can't yeah. simplify our mentality and believe, like, okay, this is it. This is where I want to be. This is yeah. home. Yeah. You feel me? Because sometimes home, home is where you're going to stunt your growth at. Yeah. yeah. So for that's sure. true. Real eye-opening experience, for bro. Sure. Um, going back to your youth days, you know, you get going in and out of detention center. Uh, how did you pull out of that? Because uh, there's a lot of, you know, younger kids on there, like 18, who who deal with getting in trouble from uh, that adrenaline that you speak of, of. Just you trying to just get it how you get it. You know what I'm saying? How did you pull out of that? Was that just you needed to go through that phase until you hit a certain age or somebody finally reach in and talk to you because I can imagine a bunch of people talk to you like come on Mark you got to do better you got to do better and then boom some shit some shit get you in trouble again mm. so when it came to like you know legal action and all that stuff um, everybody around me was catching cases you okay. know what I'm saying like I was just around a whole bunch of niggas like we was just on the same shit we was snapping yeah you feel me and it was just like it was so normal to us, you mm-hmm. know, to be getting put in the positions like that, you know. And then like when I would explain it as an adult, I would explain it to people like I'll explain it to girls, mm-hmm. and they'll just sit there and just look so shocked, like you know what I'm saying, like yeah. How, that was you at one point, and I'll just be like, yeah, that was me at one point. They can't yeah. believe it. You feel me? Yeah, they can't believe it because it's just like it's not normal to them. But to me, that was normal. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It was normal for my homeboys to get locked up, get thrown in the tent, yeah. and come back out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it was yeah. normal to sit down for 21 days. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like the only way I was able to really break that pattern is just like. I started seeing my niggas go away and not come back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. once I saw that, Shit. I was seeing my niggas get fucked up, house arrest. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they, they, they get locked up. They're they, not coming back tomorrow. Yeah, they're <laughs> not coming back in 21 days yeah. now. It's different. You, you feel me? Now. Yeah. Mind you, everybody around me was older than me by a year or two. So it's just like, by the time everybody was 18, I was like 17, about to be 18. And my mm-hmm. PO sat me down. She was just like, look, I care about you. Like, she was like, I want to see you do great. You feel me? She was like, you're not like all these other kids. Woo, woo. Yeah. But you need to get your shit together. You're going to be 18. Any case you catch, that shit is going to sit on your motherfucking record for the rest of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be mindful <laughs> of what you risking. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you risking, you know what I'm saying, a permanent record. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit stick with you for life. Whether yeah. You, whether you want it to or not. And then that was just like a real eye-opener. She was just like, she gave me a game plan. She wrote it down. She was like, do your community service hours. Um, She was like, do your community service hours. Get a job. Save some money, terminate your probation. She wrote me a little list. You feel me? Yeah. And that shit kind of taught me like writing down things could really help you manifest them. You oh yeah. Me? She wrote it down for me. She gave them to me. I kept that bitch in my book bag. Feel me? And every time I feel like I'm out the wreck, I just pull that bitch out and I just be like, all right. Feel me? Do my community service hours. Get a job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, terminate my probation. Like yeah. you feel me? Like I keep my mind on the bigger prize. Once I learned what it meant to keep my eyes on the bigger prize, that's when it was just like, all right, bro, I can't be on that type of time no more. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I turned 18, and I was still on probation. I was still on probation for like four months. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because my, my probation ended in January. My birthday was in November, so I still mm. had three months probation okay. left. You feel me? And I was just like, man, I only got three months probation left. I can't violate. I can't fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all my homeboys locked up. So now yeah. it's like I feel like they're dependent on me. I can't screw this up. I don't think people realize how easy... It is to <clears throat> catch a case or commit some type of crime when you're in the environment that you're in. It's like you step out. I feel like in that type of state, you're like the ultimate opportunist, mm. right? You see an opportunity to get some money, you're going to take the opportunity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Good, wrong, or indifferent. You don't see it that way because 
the people you surround yourself with is on the same type of shit that you on. Yeah. You feel me? We trying to get some money. No, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And you know the niggas we used to hang with, exactly. bro. The niggas was head exactly. first. Head first every time. Exactly. So it was just like, everything was a learning experience for me, dog. Nah, for sure, for sure. I remember the first time, I think, I went to the studio with you, right? I think I, I had come back from the military or some shit. Mm-hmm. And we went to the church. Remember, it was me, you, yeah. Corey, mm-hmm. and it was some other dudes. I forgot their name. Mm-hmm. But I remember the first time I seen you actually in the studio and y'all rapping and shit. I'm like, damn, buddy, these niggas really doing it. You feel me? How did that feel for you, like, in terms of, like, um, like writing the music, getting into the studio. I mean, I think we were in, um, we were in like the church studio, yeah, church we by was. the glaze. Yeah, we yeah. Was. They don't CBG. know it though. We was, yeah. I, I ain't finna say when, you know. Yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> shout, out, shout out church by the glaze. I ain't finna say when we was in that bitch, but we was in that yeah. bitch for sure. Yeah. Um. If, in terms of like how the experience was, bro. Honestly, I never been in a studio that big, and I never been in a studio that professional as far as like equipment. Yeah. So it was just like. And I'm the type of nigga, bro, I'm just, I like to bring my A game wherever I go because it's yeah. just like you never know who knows who. Exactly. You feel me? At the end of the day, and nah, it's like, sure. you know, you want, at the time, I'm 17, 18. You yeah. feel me? I'm, I'm young as fuck. You feel me? So it's just like, when I went back and listened to the shit that I recorded in that studio, I was just like, damn, for my age, I was really snapping. Yeah. Like, I was mm. really snapping. Yeah. Like, this... This is not something a 17, 18-year-old is supposed to be producing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I was able to produce that. That experience was amazing, honestly, bro. Like, you feel me? Like, every experience, it was just so memorable. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, Corey just being out and, you know what I'm saying? Like, just just being around him again and, you know what I'm saying? Like, him being able to embrace him again and him trying to, yeah. you know, get more accustomed to the, to the outside world and stuff like that. It was just beautiful watching it all unfold. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? That nigga funny. Yeah, Shout out to that boy, Curry, man. Out. We go free, back to middle school days. Yeah, man. Free some money, man. He, he was, was dancing in the hallway and shit. Yeah, he was jerking. <laughs> he was jerking in that bitch. That man is that man is different, bro. Hey, one thing he can do, is bro, is put a smile on your face, bro. Nah, nah for, for sure. sure. Can do. For yeah. sure. That's one nigga, it don't matter how mad you get at him, bro. He always going. You feel me? Like, I remember one time, I ain't gonna lie, like, a personal experience. This nigga, this nigga going through my phone. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm the type of nigga, I don't really, I'm not going to hide shit from my dogs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He going through my phone. So, This me? man going through your phone. Going through my phone. He on my Instagram. He trying to, you feel me? He's just like, bro, what's that little hoe that you did? I'm just like, oh, go ahead. Yeah, that's Just go on my Instagram. Go on my Instagram. You're going to see. So, he going on my Instagram. I go in the kitchen. You feel me? I go make me a little something food right quick. I come back, man. This nigga in my phone gallery. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This man in my phone gallery. I'm just like, man, what the hey, fuck? Yo. I'm thinking I don't got nothing in there. You feel me? Because yeah. anything like I ever had, like, you know what I'm saying, that wasn't appropriate. You, it. you feel me? Like, I'll put it in my little vault or whatever. You know, I'll see how I keep that shit held down. But yeah. I did have some shit. And I'm in my gallery. So he watching this shit, and I don't even know he watching it. He keep being, he turn the volume all the way down. I hear him clicking. Click, click, click. Yeah. Like, what is this slick motherfucker, man? <laughs> this nigga slick watching the flick. Motherfucker. Watching my flick. That he's nigga do that flick, shit, bro. bro. That shit is hilarious. You know, you Yo. know he do that shit. Yeah. He started to get comfortable. What? <laughs> started to get comfortable. <laughs> so he watching the shit. So I come back. Yo, pause, him watching my bro. Flick. This yeah. man was watching your flick. Yeah, he watching he my flick, shit, bro. Corey, bro, you on something else, fam. I remember Corey. it was a different breed. I got one story to tell, bro. I remember we was in high school, and I was with uh, my shorty back in high school, and I was in my room or whatever doing what I was doing. You feel me? You, and then, wait, before you even continue, is it, did I know the shorty? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you a dog. Yeah. <laughs> you a dog. <laughs> so I, was doing, I don't give a fuck, dumbass bitch. <laughs> 
You dumb bitch. The bitch of grits, he bossed up, bitch. I was doing what I was doing or whatever, you feel me? And then I hear a knock on my window. I'm like, what the fuck? Who on my window right now? I peep out the window. And it's Corey, and he looking through my window, trying to see what's going on inside <laughs> my window, bro. I'm like, yo. I'm like, back up, bro, back up. I go to the Get door. Get out of here, got, I still got my Jimmy Mac on and everything, bro. And he like, bro, come outside, bro. We outside. We at the park. Da, 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 da. Come play basketball. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm busy right now, bro. I'm trying to finish up. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> This nigga yeah, that man yeah, is crazy, yeah. bro. That man this is nigga said, "Ezels, stay outside." <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, hey, different as fuck, bro. Nah, nah, that's crazy. Um, you got right. any um, rapping experiences where, not rapping experience, but when you go back to some of your old shit, you be like, "Nah, what the fuck was I on on this?" Hell yeah, <laughs> hell fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know a song too. What? <laughs> Um, I don't know if you remember, bro, way back when. I I think it was like called like it was like some shit. It had a cloud. It, the cover was on SoundCloud. It had a cloud in it with a basketball hoop. Mm-hmm. It was way, it was old as fuck. Way old. Like, I was like twelve. Mm. It was, I had just posted on SoundCloud. I was recording. On, well, I was recording on my little phone and <laughs> shit. I'm thinking I'm recording on an iPod, nigga. Like, bro, I was down <laughs> bad, homie. Speak broke at Microsoft speakers. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting that shit busting. No, I'm snapping though. <laughs> But I went back and I'm just like, bro, I was garbage. Who the fuck I thought? Yeah. I was? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was not that hey, nigga. Yo. I was not him. You feel me? But you still remember the lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> Even if I did, nigga, I was not. He was right. That's it. He ain't trying to recite that. Hey, let, let it rip. <laughs> On the record, bitch, we forgot. Yeah. <laughs> we forgot that shit. Oh um, man, so, I, I done had some though. Yeah. So you you talked about Lil Wayne. Is there any other rappers that inspired you when you was younger? For sure. Um, first off, I gotta give respect to like you know one of the greatest to ever fucking do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you know who I'm about to say because we all know who one of the greatest to ever fucking do it is. Shouts out to Drizzy fucking Drake. You know okay. what I'm saying? <laughs> Even though he went through his tribulations, you know, you know, with I everything. Was gonna say Kanye. Nah, yeah. hell no. Nah, nah, I, nah, I, 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 I was waiting for Tupac. I don't, I don't. Nah, I don't. Come you know what's crazy? I was having a debate about that. You know what I'm saying? They was like, okay. Oh, they was like, why don't do, do they it. say Tupac is one of the greatest to ever do, do it? it. Why? Because he was making good music and then yeah. he died early. Is that why he was one of the greatest to ever do no. it? You feel me? Let's think about it like that. Let's we think about it like this. Before, before you even say anything, right? Let's let's talk about Drake. Drake yeah. is 36, 35, yeah. 36, whatever. Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. me? He's been in the game 12 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 12 years, maybe give give or take 14 if you count that comeback season shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel me? In 14 years, that man has accomplished something no rapper has ever accomplished. Mm-hmm. You feel me? He's mm-hmm. up there with the fucking Beatles, and that is yeah, a that's hard, true. that's a hard standard to yeah. reach. You feel me? Like, and people to this day, it's some people that still don't respect them enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As much as they may respect Tupac. Why? Because Tupac died at 25. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's but, done, with all due respect, uh, he's done way more than Tupac. We're going to clip, we're gonna okay. clip this and oh. we're going to make a reel out of this. Hold on, that's, a, that's clickbait right there. That's clickbait? Uh, that's you clickbait. think so? Yeah. People are going to click that because they're going to be like, what the fuck? This nigga what are you said Drake better than Tupac? No, I ain't, no, ain't but, saying he better than Tupac. Uh, but, I said he accomplished more than Tupac. We ain't going to continue this conversation. We have to. We have to. We have to. We can't. We can't sit here. First I respect all, Tupac. You know how much song? Okay, he he only lived to twenty five, right? 
The man put out so much songs yeah, at that on, age, I gotta bet, bro. Because this shit about to get Do you did. know how much songs this man put out? His discography is is A+. Plus. It's, it's perfect. crazy, bro. His discography Tupac? is perfect, yeah. yeah Hands bro. down. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. But Hands it's not down. to say that um, I feel like Tupac didn't live long. Because who knows if Tupac would have put out a bad album. Exactly. Or, or a mid album. I'm not going to say exactly. bad, but a mid, mid album. Yeah. But Must every, live long. Every, who knows artist, if every artist would have lasted. Every artist would have put a mid album out. But who knows if his streak would have lasted as long as it did if yeah. he kept going. It probably would have lasted. Died it probably would have lasted into the 2000s. You know what I'm saying? When you like die in your probably, prime. Juice World, perfect example. Juice World died in his prime and he made great fucking music. But who's to say that he would have kept doing the same thing when he was 24, 25? Yeah, okay. Rest in peace but, to Juice World. Yeah, rest yeah, in peace to Juice. You feel me? That's facts. I who, feel that. Same but thing with Tupac, bro. Tupac just had because a he was. Impact. Just, you know why everybody call impact. him? You know why everybody call him the GOAT, bro? Mm-hmm. Because he was on that West Coast shit when Dr. Dre was coming up, when Snoop was coming up, and this, that, and the third. And it was just different. Nobody understood it at the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He opened gateways. I, you got to respect it. That's I feel like that's why everybody, you know what I'm saying, talk about him the way they do. You know what I'm saying? And I do not take away from Tupac. I listen to Tupac on a regular basis. He's on my playlist. You feel me? You know you, you know why also, bro? He's more than just a rapper, fam. He is. He's an like, activist. and He was an activist yeah, and all that stuff. He he did so much more, fam. He He's almost not the only reason, but he's the reason why more uh, rappers started stepping into the movie game because they noticed Pac was doing that. He was doing the poetry. Uh, he was I doing feel. the acting. This how like, I feel, I feel like that. he, like, what Drake did was, what Drake did is awesome, but Tupac still won't have a, a bigger impact. I'm not saying. And I'm bro, not a Drake, I'm not the biggest Drake fan. But yeah, that's I, an understatement. Bro. I feel you, but we're going to see more Pac statues at the end of the day than Drake statues. Listen, this, Bullshit. this, this how I'm going to say. This how I'm going to say. Bullshit. Pac, Pac, Pac it's elevated the game in another way. Not, not. I don't feel like he so, so much elevated it in rapping. I mean, in acting. He was a great actor. But I feel like his activism is what makes him more than a man, right? Because people look at Drake. Uh, Mike Tyson was telling this story like he'll go to different countries and people ask him, how was Tupac? How was this? How was that? And they look at him like a myth just because all this shit that he, that was said that he did, like he shot a he shot an off-duty police officer. Yeah. You feel me? Shit like that. Niggas don't think about doing shit like that. You feel no. me? And, and the way they portray him is like his his his... The shadow that he casts is so big, mm-hmm. it's hard for other rappers to feel that. I'll do it or I'll even do it. Being compared to right? like, yo, you just trying to be the next pop. But in terms of music, He's a one-on-one. in terms of music, I feel like rappers have reached that level. Yeah, because right? there's the better sounds, better things, there's better yeah. transitions and all that, of course. It's so like just with the, the game of basketball, that shit evolves, of course. Yeah, like but I still feel like, like, Drake's gonna have that effect too. He's still gonna, you still gonna be listening to Drake in 2050. Look, I'm gonna tell you like but, this, bro. I'm gonna tell you like this, bro. I'm just letting you know, dog. You know, you, I'm not the biggest Drake fan, mind you, well, Like, you know that. what I'm saying? I don't have too much Drake in my phone, you know what I'm saying? But Drake. I'm gonna tell you like this if Drake drop an album, I'm listening to every single song because why? Because one, Drake made the type of music where it's like, that shit flies over your head the first time around. That's a lot of shit he says flies over your head the first time that's around. So it's like you wine. gotta listen to it. Exactly. The more you keep drinking around, the better it gets. Exactly. You feel me? That's it just it flies true. over your head. Two, it's like, bro, let's look at the man's catalog from so far gone to um 
the honestly never mind thing I know it was a contribution to that in the third you feel me so I ain't even it was really, a gas album it, it, it wasn't bad it was good you know for people that it's like house music is, yeah. you feel me it was a cool at first shit. when we first heard it I called him I like bro this trash. shit is trash yeah but yeah, by trash. next week I listened to it I'm like oh shit it shit. wasn't that bad by the third week by the third week I was like yo this is my shit it wasn't that bad bro driving you play liability at night it's different it wasn't that bad bro I like that text go green that's my shit right there yeah text go green that's my little shit sticky sticky can bro that's just how it is. Yeah, but Liabilities my his catalog, his catalog in general, it, it, bro, mind you, bro, we, we, what, ten, eleven, when this nigga's coming out and dropping, he dropping over, yeah. he's dropping that miss me with Lil when Wayne. He, Come on, nothing, bro, like, okay, numbers same. and statistically, when he yeah, nothing was the same. This nigga, numbers this nigga. and statistically, yeah, he lyricism. Yeah. So you telling me this he, nigga wasn't I'm snapping? Not, I'm not saying his lyrics not snapping. I'm not. I ain't saying that. But lyrically, not like numbers, statistics, he gonna he gonna pass pop. Of course, because the way the, what we have, the technology that we have, the way people can get to music now and everything, he gonna outshoot those numbers. Okay, but think of about course. this. Think about this. Think about but this. Before you even say lyrically, bro. Hold on. Lyrically, in the bars that Pac would give you, this nigga would give you like three, four bars in one song. Like not not a lot of artists do that anymore, bro. Man, Pac, might, Pac they, was poetic. That's bro. What it they was. might give you the hook. You might get a bar. They go back into the hook, and you may get another bar at the end or you get the hook a little bit with two or three words over done they don't they don't do it like not all rappers do that not you're all. talking about like Lil Uzi or some shit like that yeah like, like every like three or four bars in the hook and yeah. then three or four bars in the hook that's like it's like the hook carries the whole fucking song yeah. nowadays all I gotta say last name ever first name greatest like a sprained ankle but I ain't nothing to play with this okay, but that, about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about though like I'm not even the biggest fan but I'm like no, bro but stop, stop. I'm not saying he's, he's not good getting. lyrically think about I'm not, how much I'm, hate bro. Drake was getting when yeah. he first came out bro, everybody's like who the fuck is this light skinned nigga trying to rap and sing on a song at the same time yeah, yeah. who the fuck no it was not normal I ain't now that shit is normal it's normal to have a melody and then start rapping on the beat and put a melody back on that bitch it's normal now but you know who opened the gateway for that though? Who? Kanye. What you think about that, Big Four? Because uh, prior to we had that conversation about the two albums that was released, right? It was uh, what the, the Donda mm-hmm. and um, what's that Drake album he released before? Honestly, never mind. Oh, uh, Certified Lover Boy. Certified Lover Boy. And uh-huh. you were saying Donda was it? Like it surpassed. How you feel about that now? Um. Uh... In terms of aging, yeah, bro, Certified Lover Boy definitely aged way better. Yeah, you know what, you know, you know what the thing to me about yeah. like what I respect about that nigga Drake though, bro, is the fact that he don't he he's such in a position of power. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he knows the power that he carries in the industry, and it's like yeah. he uses that power to put niggas on, bro. Like yeah. a lot of rappers don't do that. Yeah. You feel me? He puts like he literally puts niggas in position, bro. Like, let's keep it real. Thames is a great artist. She was already blowing up with the uh with the song with Wiz Kid. Yeah, that essence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But bro, then he puts Drake. him. You know what I'm saying? She touched the, the song with Drake. Um, which song was it? Fountains. Wait for you. Fountains. Fountains. It was yeah. Fountains on Certified Lover Boy. Oh, yeah, bro, yeah, that's yeah. A, it's a great fucking song. Yeah. Yeah. Then Future. You already know Drake had an influence and told Future, bro, you gotta put the sample on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? Wait for you. And then it's just like, bro, now she's reaching a whole nother platform. Now she's all over the place. And that's a big song because yeah. of Thames. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a big song because of Thames. She's a no, she's sure. a beautiful artist. She could have yeah. did it on her own, mind you. She but could've. Drake just speeded up the process. Mm-hmm. And he does that for a lot of rappers. He did that for 21. He did that. He, you feel me? For Blockboy JB. Indeed. You feel me? He did that for, for artists back to back. You feel mm-hmm. me? He did that for Baby. Yeah, yes, indeed, bro. Yeah. 
Yes, indeed, put Baby on a whole nother level. And I'm not saying the artist couldn't do it by themselves, but it's just like when you got an artist that's been in the game that long. I more feel like it's like he opened the gate like the gatekeeper. Yeah. That man is a gatekeeper, yeah. nigga. Yeah. yeah. He a gatekeeper, bro. Yeah. It's like if you're not with him and you against him, bro, nine times out of ten, you ain't finna do what you finna like do with like him. Like it's like two roads. It's two roads in this shit. You could take the long way or you could hop on a Drake and you can you hop could on get the, bro, the you can get the Drake yeah. feature and you take can blow the, the fuck pack, up. Nigga. Right, yeah, exactly. Now, take now, the turnpike. Yes, sir, yes, sir. <clears throat> but, but my bad, I ain't even finished answering your question. Influences. I, I forgot. Yeah, as far as rappers. Yeah, cause you you went on a whole. I, I went on a whole spree in it. It was a rant, but we keeping that bitch. I'm gonna give you like three artists that, that when I was growing up, I was really influenced by Gucci. Pac, Pac, Gucci. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> Gucci. Yeah. Uh, look how he just on pop nuts, bro. <laughs> 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 he just on pop nuts right now. Uh, Gucci for sure, man. I used to listen to a whole lot of Gucci. Gucci. Uh, um, Let's think. 2009, 10, 11. That nigga say Soldier Boy. Uh, shit, I should say Soldier Boy, and it just because that was our wave right there. Yeah. That, was, that was the yeah. MySpace wave that kissed me through the phone. Hell yeah. Um, another artist I could it's say. It's crazy to think that Soldier Boy was really that big at, at a point in time. Soldier Boy is definitely. Uh, and he'll icon. look at you like, what you mean that big? I'm still that big, nigga. Yeah, he's yeah, like, big Drake. Big Draco, nigga. Drake? Drake? Hey, uh, Gucci for sure. Um, I could say Pac. I did not, nah, but you know what? I gotta give the Biggie though. I gotta give it the Biggie though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta give it the Biggie, bro. I ain't gonna lie. When I was that young, and it was like listening to that nigga Biggie, it was like, bro, I wanted to be a young fly nigga. Like yeah. Pac was talking about, like you know, you know, like fuck that bitch in the click you claim. You know what I'm saying? Like he was on that aggressive, like nigga, I'll see about you type shit. Yeah, but. Let's keep it real, bro. Biggie made a nigga want to be a young fly nigga, drive nice whips, wear nice clothes, yeah. fuck bad bitches. You know what I'm saying? Excuse my French. You feel me? But it's just like it's okay, he, bro. He, he opened that path. Yeah. It's just like yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Niggas weren't rapping about that. Come on, we talking about Cool Mo D, LL Cool J, but this was before Biggie. You know? Then yeah. Biggie get on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you young fly nigga, big yeah. popper. Yeah. So I feel like Biggie was a big influence on me. He made me want to be fly. Yeah. He uh-huh. made me want to be a young fly nigga, and then the third. I probably say is um so Gucci Biggie Gucci Biggie and uh other than Wayne if we not including Wayne uh Wayne's your number one Wayne is my number one okay hands down Wayne bro. is a big influence yeah. Wayne is one of the biggest bro. influences ever in my life especially you feel me Wayne deserves his flowers man yeah. to the to the end of time that nigga is like that he Super had an era where he was just yeah. under he was unstoppable he was un- you could not stop that man whoa like what was that line. I get on anybody track hit that shit with the Wayne train. Yeah, I get on anybody track and hit that bitch with that Wayne train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wayne, Bob Wayne is him, dog. And yeah. that, it's it's over with any yeah. track. Damn, it's like it's really hard. Like, cause yeah. I listen to a lot of rappers growing up, bro. But I'm gonna have to say, uh, if we talking about influence, you know what I'm saying? I gotta give it to my nigga Boosie. Boosie bad. Boosie had a big, yeah. bro. I'm talking about my struggle, betrayal. Like I, I used to listen to all that shit, bro. Like Boosie boo. And that shit used to have a nigga like feelings on wax for real. Yeah, yeah. feelings on wax. So, so, so all three of them influence the way you make music. Not today. Not today. Okay. But growing up, when I was growing up, and you know what I'm saying, when I would think, oh damn, like I want to be a rapper. These are motherfuckers I would look up to. Yeah. Okay. Wayne, um, Gucci, Biggie. 
in Boosie. Like, okay. these was the niggas that was just like, bro, like, this is why I want to, bro. Boosie came in that bitch with the motherfucking ice with the grill. Yeah. Like, yeah. bro, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Boosie was going crazy. Loose as a goose, don't get me started. <laughs> Boy, I used to be in that bitch crunk. I used to be in that bitch uh, crunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so, so I want to go back to the little thing you talked about, like, not having your lyric use against you. Now seeing a lot of these big rappers getting hit with this Rico charge. How do you feel about <clears throat> the way you move with your lyrics now and your songs? I'm, I ain't going to lie. I'm going to keep it real. Mm-hmm. Even before all this Rico shit was happening, like I, I'm very selective with the, with the lyrics that I use in my music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mainly because, you know, for one, anything that I rap about, it's like I lived, I experienced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not a rapper that's finna go out here and talk about seven six twos, and I ain't never seen a seven six two with five five six. I ain't never seen no. You know, I'm not a nigga that's gonna talk about catching the body, and I'm not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that shit don't benefit me whatsoever. I can make great music without doing that. Yeah, know? you feel me? Yeah. And if I do include that in my music, best believe, bitch, that's how I'm coming. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Because the power of the tongue is real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, very yeah. True. So, yeah, I'm very selective with. Uh, the way I articulate myself in my music and stuff like that, I'm very selective. Like, if I feel like I write a bar and I be like, uh, is that me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I'll be like, you know, let me go back a little bit. Let me write this in a in a, in a, in a more, in a form that's more me. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's yeah. more bit form. You know do, what I'm saying? <clears throat> do you feel that that's taking a lot of uh, freedom of speech from other rappers or that's just like, Nah, nah bro. Cause I mean, look, like, let's, let's, let's keep it, let's keep it a stack now. Like, we have a lot of rappers that do all that talking about, you know, catching bodies and, you yeah. know what I'm saying, the shit that they quote-unquote live. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, at the end of the day, that just may not be who they are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They may just do it because it's a good way to get your foot in the door. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. may just do it because, you know, they had other people that experienced it. You okay. know what I'm saying? And they living through them. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's just like, to each his own. But at the end of the day, bro, it's like, think about what you're manifesting. You know what I'm saying? You go around out here talking about be a nigga run up on you. That's you feel me? That's their ass. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You talking yeah. about seven six twos piercing nigga chest, bro. You better be coming. Yeah, you better be shit. stepping behind yeah, that yeah, yeah. shit. You better have Cause it's niggas be that's really gonna text your gangster out here, yeah. bro. Niggas ain't gonna play with you. Yeah, that's yeah. facts. You feel me? Yeah. You go somewhere that's not your home, bro. You feel me? Niggas ain't sparing you. Yeah. They gonna see niggas if you ain't gonna spare it. you. Yeah. So it's just like be careful what you putting in your lyrics. Be careful. You know what I'm saying? The the shit that you manifesting, bro. The power of the tongue is real. You know what I'm saying? Uh, good, appreciate that. But moving forward, man, what you what you got coming out for the people, man? What you been working on? What you been cooking on, bro? Uh, you been shooting a lot of music videos lately. Uh, what you that been cooking on? Fact. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been working more on visuals only because you know mm-hmm. people, people like visual. what they hear, and now they gotta like what they see. Yeah, you know? yeah, feel me. Yeah. That's a big fact. So I've been focused more on music videos, but I got, I got an EP ready. Uh-huh. That's been ready for a while now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's real. It gets real deep too. What is this uh, project? This like your fourth, fourth project? Cause I know you released a couple. I dropped um, before the fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? Every time I dropped a project, mm-hmm. like I said, that manifestation shit is real. Before the fame, I had situations before the fame. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Where it was like um, pause real quick. Pause it, yeah. Where like you feel me? I had people in my life, <clears throat> mind you. Of course, it's before the fame because I'm on the come up. Yeah. That you know what I'm saying, I'm glad they showed me who they was before the fame. Yeah, you feel me? Cause now it's easy to ask you out my life, and now you can't get a piece of the pie when this shit actually do numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel me? So it was just like I feel like every mixtape title and everything that was within that mixtape mm-hmm. is all playing out. 
you feel me? And then my last project, which is Soul Purpose, you feel me? I go stream that Soul Purpose on all platforms. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was more just like this mixtape been ready since last year. I had the shit ready back in uh, June 2021. Yeah. So it was just like it was being ready. It was just more like I don't know, bro. I just felt like I didn't, I didn't feel like people was going uh, appreciate the, mm-hmm. the body of work I was putting out. But it's yeah. like, they, how the fuck am I gonna get anybody to appreciate if I don't put it into the world type shit? True. So I just put that shit out there. Mm-hmm. And um, so far, it's been doing good. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting a lot of love. A lot of people been, you know, it's 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 well respected. Yeah. You feel me? So, like, my next project is probably going to be this EP. It's called uh, Essence Noir, which is Black Essence in mm-hmm. English. You feel me? Black okay. Essence. And it's probably going to have, like, five, six songs. And it gets really deep. You know what I'm saying? I got a nice, like, stripper anthem on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For my dancers. Yeah. I got a nice little dancer anthem. You know what I'm saying? I got a little bit of heartbreak in there. And then I got a little bit of... Uh, Appreciate appreciation for the women's sensation. Okay, women. okay. So, let me ask you a question. How how important do you think it is to show your emotion in your music? Uh, I feel like people ain't gonna believe in you unless you believe in you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If you if you scared to lay some shit down because you scared of how the people gonna receive it, bro, you never gonna understand who really feel you. Yeah, mm. yeah you feel yeah. me? Think about it like that. Like let's let's talk about an artist who does that on a regular basis. Raw Wave. Mm-hmm. Nobody was expecting Raw Wave to be as big as he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm gonna keep it real. I know some real solid niggas like real thugging. You know what I'm saying? Rugged from the flow up. You know what I'm saying? Get a nigga toe up type mm-hmm. niggas. And them niggas will tell you straight up, Raw Wave is him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you feel me? Like they'll tell you straight up. You he know taps what I'm into that emotion, fam. And he taps into his emotions. He's not scared to put them feelings on wax and just lay down exactly how he feeling. And I feel like that's a big thing, bro. It's just like, bro, don't be scared to put your emotions on them on on them tracks. Don't be scared Everybody, to tell people how, how you feeling. If you feeling suicidal, bro, tell people you feeling suicidal, bro. There's people that somewhere out there in the world that really feel you, bro. Yeah, There's no, people for sure. Some, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if you broken down bad, bro, say you broken down bad. Like, don't be scared to tell people how you feeling. Yeah. It's life, bro. You know what I'm saying? People go through motions. People go through... It's Life fluctuate, bro. Sometimes yeah. you're going to be down here. Sometimes you're going to be up here, bro. Yeah, for sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? But you got to be strong through every situation. Just keep going through every situation. So... It's very important, you know what I'm saying? I feel so. Be emotion, to have emotion. I, I think it was. I just wanted to see how you felt on that. You feel it's me? Because you got to be emotionally inclined. And if you not, if you try to be this gangster hardcore nigga all the time, nobody going to fuck with you. Yeah, because ain't nobody, nobody like that all the time. You. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody's like that all the time, Yeah. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nigga for just, sure. That's a NBA young boy type shit. Nigga just wake up mad at the world. <laughs> Not shit. even, because young boy do be spilling his feelings on he the do. track. No, I'm saying that's how they be saying his fans are. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? yeah. How they portray his fans. be waking up pissed off. Pissed what? off as shit. Hating every other fan and shit. That but, shit don't um, make no sense. I know, you know, a lot of people talk about, like, the rap game's a little dirty. Has any, like, people who approach you from, like, a label standpoint or mm. anything try to do you dirty or anything like that? And you felt like, man, y'all trying to get me to sign a fucked up deal. Bruh, honestly, I done came across uh like two A and R's so far. You know what I'm saying? That talk a good game, but it's just like you can tell they're grimy niggas. And mm-hmm. then I was fucking with a DJ way back in 2019, 2018. Mm-hmm. And I put some money behind this man. You know what I'm saying? Like I put a good grip yeah. behind this man. You know what I'm saying? He promised me all these things and woo the woo. And it was like he's super half assed everything. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, I'm gonna get your shit played in all the clubs, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? Capping. And you know, is like you know sharks. When, when DJs basically bro when DJs be playing like music throughout the night like let's say it's midnight you know they'll mm-hmm. spin a certain playlist whatever you know and then they'll spin their next playlist but bring certain songs back yeah and when you pan a DJ you know what I'm saying or whatever or you locked in with a DJ and 
they supposed to be pushing your music and stuff like that. The, let's keep it real. In the club, 2, 3 a.m. is peak hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, bitch, spin my shit the fuck back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make sure everybody hear my shit. Yeah. yeah. And that wasn't really the case. You feel me? And I put a, a good amount of money behind that nigga. But it's just like, you're going to run into people that's going to want to take advantage of you, bro. Anywhere yeah. you go is life. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, let's keep it real. Women, it's the same thing. You feel me? Women want to take advantage of you if they That's can. True. Yeah. If you let a woman walk all over you, she's going to do she that. Will. It's the same thing with industry people. Yeah. You feel me? You let them walk all over you. You let them talk to you like you don't know nothing. You you feel me? They're going to do how'd that. You, how'd you push back on that? Like what? Um, Just be more selective about the people. You know, you, you, you learn to read body language better. You learn to see through people more. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. kinda you kinda sit there and you just listen to the words that's coming out of their mouth and you know what I'm saying? You you can tell the the people that genuinely want the best for you, you know what I'm saying? They'll they'll just they'll just start making moves for you without you even knowing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Those are the people that you'd be like, Okay, like I could lock in with this person. Yeah. You feel me? Next thing you know, they calling you, Hey bro, I just got you locked in with this, that and the third. You feel me? Mm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's like that's when you know. You know what I'm saying? Hey bro, this person want that. You know, I don't want a dollar from you, but just make sure you put your money behind that. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I feel like uh growing up how we grew up it prepares you for that type of shit. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like from a standpoint like sometimes you grow up with people that say they're your friends but they really not. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you be around like when you be around these uh big execs or DJs or whatever, they try to feed you bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's 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 hard to Separate the real from the fake sometimes. It is. Right? And it's getting harder as, you know, that we get older. Right. You feel yeah. me? But I feel as though, like, if you have been around that those type of situations, mm-hmm. you start to recognize certain you, shit. You get more like, clarity. With the, exactly. Yeah. With them people. You feel me? Yeah, oh, for sure. So, um, so, you know, you're running into these type of DJs. That was, like, a, a big lesson for you to kind of, like, prepare you for the next couple of people you run into? Hell yeah. I mean, I feel like you never really prepared for people mm-hmm. to let you down. There's no such thing as being prepared yeah. for people to let you down. Because everybody could talk a good game. Anybody could say something that, you know, sound good. Or anybody will show you how good they can be to you when it's beneficial for them. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? When they're trying to gain your trust. Yeah. You feel me? Sometimes somebody will work, work, uh, move mountains. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They move mountains to gain your trust. Then they gain your trust and then fuck you over right yeah. after. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just the way the world works, bro. So it's just like, whatever you do, bro, you just got to accept that you're taking a gamble. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything is a gamble. When you wake up and get on that road in the fucking morning, it's a gamble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So shit, it's just more like being more selective. You know what I'm saying? Understanding, okay. kind of telling yourself, okay, maybe this might be worth it, maybe it's not. Fuck it, I'm going to take the risk. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people. What it is. A lot of people are uh, in it for themselves. Yeah. A lot of you people are playing for this, so playing for keeps. Dog. You gotta, you gotta be wise in your decisions mm-hmm. and yeah, what you sure. choose to do and mm-hmm. how you choose to pursue your career. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of swerve off this topic and get to a lot of note, um, I, I feel like I gotta ask you this question. You feel me? What's up? Um, I know you a rapper and you rap about heartbreak and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But tell me how you feel me the love life is for Big Fo. You feel me? <laughs> how, how, how is that looking like? You I feel knew me? he was going there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's love got to do? <laughs> nah, but uh, fuck, dog. love life, bro. Shit, man. Is it hard to trust him? Do we even trust him? 
That's, this, that, that's the real question. Do we even yeah, we trust, trust him? you is ain't going to get me is, in trouble. Is it, <laughs> is it like um, when you when you do decide to pursue a relationship, I don't know if you're in one currently or if you're not, mm-hmm. but how do you think it's feasible for the type of lifestyle you live? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because you move a lot. You feel yeah. me? Like mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're not home mm-hmm. as like that much. You feel yeah. me? So mm-hmm. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you can't take Dom everywhere you go. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying? Because there's some things you got to do with your team and on your own type shit. Um, shit, I got to sit up for that one, man. Yeah. Shit get real surgical. <laughs> nah, um, nah, as far as like relationships, nah, um. I don't want to get too deep into what I had going on personally, but you know, it was it was somebody you know in my life that you know. Mrs. Wright. I thought she was. You feel she me? Maybe it was right person, wrong time though. You yeah. know, yeah. it wasn't like we walked away from the situation on the shittiest terms or whatever. It was just more like I'm the type of nigga. It's just like damn, bro. Like once you let me down and you give me time to marinate with that, it's really hard for me to let you come back from that. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. trying to say. And I'm. It's not like to say like I hold grudges because I really never been the type of nigga to hold grudges. I know how to forgive. You prideful? Not even, bro. It's just more like it's just more like now. Now you put yourself in a position where it's just like, how can I let you get that position again? Mm. You know what I'm saying? When you fucked it up the first time, because it's just like you think about it, bro. In this world, bro, it's people that's gonna get it right the first time. Yeah, it's people that won't take it. It won't take them more than one time to get it right. You know what I'm saying? Then again, it's people that make mistakes. They just need some more clarity to get it right. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you whether you decide to give into that. So, um, as far as my love life right now, man, I am currently single. You know what I'm saying? What's today? Uh, Today, August 30th. Man, single lady. As far as August 30th, you know what I'm saying? 2022. You got time today. That nigga gonna get in trouble. Single. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to mingle because I'm the type of nigga like you know what I'm saying. When I get out of situation, I really like to take a lot of personal time. Okay. You feel me? And um, straight up time. And yeah, and I'm very (laughs) devoted to the grind. I'm very devoted to the grind. So it's just like you know, I'm I'm not in no rush to get into no nothing. Okay, I feel that. How how big of a mistake? Because you said once you once somebody fuck up one time, it's like it's hard to come back from that. Mm -hmm. How big is the, does the mistake have to be for you not to give a second chance? Like, cause you know some people mess up, but it's kind of minute. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's small in terms like petty. of yeah. exactly. It might be petty some petty shit. shit. No, for me? sure. But are you? Cause I know I know some niggas that's like, bro, she ain't been answering my calls all day. Wooty wooty woo. I'm done with that bitch. You know <laughs> yeah, me? for sure. Are you are you that type of guy? Are you like are you can't, like cause. You know what I'm saying it's possible that she was sleep the whole day. Yeah, not nah, for sure. Girls do like to sleep. Yeah, you feel women, me? women sleep. Well, I ain't gonna lie, especially on that menstrual. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> nah, bro. I don't feel like I'm. I'm not no like you know. I'm not no uh, petty Peter or nothing like that. Like you feel me? If she maybe not picking up the call, you know what I'm saying for like an hour or two. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But something. we we um established that trust. You know what I'm saying? Like she ain't never give me a reason to doubt her. Yeah. I'm not gonna go out my way and just be like, oh, she fucking on me. You know yeah. What I'm yeah. Oh, she with a nigga. You know, I'm not finna go out my way and do that. But it's just like once you do something that I feel like you disrespecting me and you disrespecting my character and I wouldn't do you like that, mm-hmm. that's when it's like a situation where okay. it's just like you can't really come back from that. Mm. You feel me? Cause it's like um I'm the type of nigga where it's like, you feel me? I'm I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna do you a certain way. You yeah. feel me? Just based off the screen. Even if you know, we even if we into it right now, we yeah. could be beefing in the worst possible fucking way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's just like, 
I'm not gonna automatically just go put in my head like, oh man, I'm finna go fuck some shit. You know what I'm saying? She tried me. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna go fuck some shit. Like, nah, bro, like you feel me? Like, and and don't get me wrong, bro. Let's let's be real, you know what I'm saying? As men, you know what I'm saying, especially like when you a valuable man, bro, you got options. Yeah, you feel me? You got options, bro. It's not like it's no girl. Especially like it's, I feel like women got a fucking radar, bro. They know when you in a relationship. That's fast. They, they be on your motherfucking That's trail, fast. kid. Like that when shit. we gonna chill? Uh, 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 uh. Like nah, girl, you tripping, bro? Yeah. Like my girl, will fuck you up. You what? Tripping, I'm trying to tell you, my girl, will break your fucking jaw, nigga. You feel yes, me? But chill. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like I'm, 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 I'm real strict on principle and I'm real strict on like you know your integrity bro once you show me your integrity compromise bro mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to yeah ever believe like that'll ever change about you you know yeah. what I'm saying like okay. bro like my last situation bro in order for me to ever really even give her the light of day again she really gotta step and show me like I'm I'm finna fall back I'm finna sit with my motherfucking feet up mm-hmm. and I'm gonna let her do the work and I'm gonna see what type of magic she conjure up Mm-hmm. You feel me? Cause Brown, you feel me? I put in the work. I put in the fight. You know what I'm saying? And Already. if I ain't get that back, the dragon. Yep. Yeah. You feel me? I ain't it's gonna drag my now. feet. I ain't finna drag my feet for yeah. you. Okay. So, so uh, last question, man. What's up? What are the goals you want to put out there that you want to reach out in this rap game? I want to. I want to go further than the rap game, bro. Like I want to be an entrepreneur, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I want to own businesses. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like with that rap shit, you know what I'm saying? That rap money so lasts long. only so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm saying? said it. It's only so long you can keep performing. It's exactly. It's, Nigga, only so, it's only Jay-Z so long you money. stay commodity. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's only so long you stay relevant, bro. Everybody mm-hmm. has their prime in there. Everybody has their time. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? So while I'm in, when I get to my prime, I don't even feel like I'm in my prime. But when I get to my prime, I'm just going to go hard, bro. And I'm going to make every investment that I said I was going to make. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because the power yeah. of the tongue, like I said, bro. Yes, like, sir. I'm finna do that shit. Yeah. So until then... You know what I'm saying? Bit four to the flow, you know what I'm saying? Kicking in your dough, stop playing. Um, what y'all wanna do? Y'all wanna freestyle real quick? Hey man, man. Dro- drop it in before you get out here. But before you get in, before you get in that freestyle, man, let the people know where they could reach out with your IG, YouTube, oh, and all yeah, that, bro. Yeah, I Twitter. Forgot about social media. Oh shit. Uh man, Twitter man, underscores O H O M O L one heart, one mind, one love. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? My Instagram is big form, B I G the number four, the letters R E N. Uh, YouTube, same thing. Big, B-I-G, letter four. I'm number four. Letters R-E-N. You know what I'm saying? Tap it with me. I'm on all platforms. I'm everywhere you need me to Anything be. Out. Just come fuck with me. And one more. Broward County 9 five, One more thing you got to do. One more thing you got to do. Just look into the camera. Mm-hmm. Get on the mic and just say, I'm Big Four and you watching Double R Podcast. Yes, sir. Check it out. Go ahead. The name, Big Four. What you watching? Double R podcast. Yes, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. We here, baby. Straight like that. We yes, in the starship. Let it rip, man. Oh shit, you we in the starship. Yes, sir. We in the starship. Damn, bro. No beat. Yeah, I I play a beat for you. Hey. You feel me? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just saying, like, you know, hey, let, you know, let, let me get DJ in here for you. Yeah. He gonna drop the beat. Hold on, man.